Welcome to episode 25 of Adult Conversation. This is your host, Blue Ridley. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tonight's episode is going to talk about solo kink. Um, you know, how do you know that you like it if you don't try it yourself? So yeah, let's get started. Let me give you some updates. What's going on with my life? Um, work, 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 work. You know, the usual. Um, my daily grind still happens. Um, I'm slowly having a conversation with Mr. M, who is my other part of my poly relationship. Um, we're back to checking in with each other and, you know, talking briefly, nothing serious. We haven't made any plans to see each other. Um, I don't think we're going to make plans to see each other. I'm trying not to make plans to see each other, but the gist of it is that we're communicating with each other. Um, so that's going on. Also, um... I'm actually trying to work on some new chapters for my book. So, yeah, deadline is approaching. I have not even made a dent in this novel or in these novels because I have three things going on at one time. I'm trying to multitask. But I'm going to get it done before the end of the year so that I could publish something worth publishing. Um, My first erotic book will be out it's called the wantons it's a short a three-part short story um bdsm kink any kind of i'm gonna touch basis on degradation humiliation um bondage you know there's a lot of things that i'm gonna touch in these stories when i put them out there and put them together so bear with me they will be coming out because I really want to put the wantons out there um I will give more updates on the book so stay tuned I'll let you know where you can get them um I'm also going to be signing 50 of them and some lucky people are going to get a signed copy of my very first erotic book um if you don't know and you haven't been on my Instagram I am a published author under my real name, Um, and I won't say my real name because I kind of want to separate those from this podcast, Um, but I am an author there, and so when I do write this book, it will be under Blue Ridley, Um, and yeah, so we'll go from there. We'll keep some more things hidden at the moment. I'm not trying to hide my identity because I show my face on Instagram. Um, but as far as like my my um, other stuff, I want to keep that private for, for now. Who knows what happens in the future? Also, um, what's another thing? The other book is, um, the other novel that I'm working on is kind of like a for a folk tale type storytelling of love through a black girl's eyes and um how different it is to be loved 
by a black man and what you're searching for and especially when you're independent so that one's kind of like on the african-american spectrum of fiction um but i will detail all that that stuff going on in that book so that one's taking some time but hopefully these books will be out and i also have a poetry book coming out and um it's just touching some parts of my soul that I've been going through in the last year and a half and I just feel like I just need to share it so I jot things down every single day I would something will come to mind I would get like a word that just pops in my head and then I go and I flow and um and that's it one day maybe I might treat the podcast to some flowetry who knows we shall see stay tuned that could be something you guys will learn it will definitely be erotic I must say that Um, So yeah, let's get started on the podcast because I do have um, some things that I really want to talk about as far as that because I did get a subscriber, a listener who reached out to me on one of my platforms and we've been private messaging back and forth and, um, you know, gathering from the conversation we had and, you know... Um, it's really interesting and, and really beautiful to see other black women embracing kink. So I'm going to say this black people kink also it back in the day, kink was predominantly in the ca- Caucasian European culture. Um, but you know, as fetishes start to come about, you know, black black people were also interested in kink so it's not only a one race lifestyle but it is all over the spectrum lifestyle and I think a lot of people forget that black people do have desires on that level of kinkiness and BDSM and fetishes and that kind of thing so when you meet people and they um you know, I've always gotten like, oh, well, I don't think black girls are into doing this. Like back, like for instance, anal was a like a hush hush thing in the community of like, oh my god, we're not gonna do that. That's a white girl thing. That's a white girl thing. It's the 21st century, and it's happening all throughout the the spectrum now. It's become a thing in the black community. So you know people evolve and we change and we learn and so I thought I was like okay what do I want to talk about next on the podcast and something just piqued my interest about how do you know what you're into if you've never done it yourself so you've done the research you've you've decided first step was you decided you want to explore this lifestyle The second step is that you went out there and you got on Google and you started doing research and you fell down the rabbit hole. You watched a couple videos. You got kept falling down the rabbit hole as much as possible. You became Alice and you just kept falling, falling, falling. And you got to the point where you're in between leaving your house, if you're single, to find a person to give you those things that you desire. Or if you're in a relationship, try to mold your relationship into those things that you desire. So I always believe that I know me better than anyone. And I know what I like and I know what I don't like. So 
even though, um, you know, we always say we embrace others' kinks and, you know, we don't shame and this is what they're into and this is what you're into. Here's my thing. Before I stepped over the path of this to this lifestyle, I didn't know if I like bondage. I didn't know if I like rope. I didn't know if I like suspension. I didn't know if I like um, anal play with different instruments. I didn't know if I like torture or if I liked um, just aggressiveness. There was so much out there that I did not know what I, what I was into. I knew the only thing, let me tell you, the only thing that I knew offhand was that I was into fetish wear and mostly latex. I thought it was sexy. I thought it was beautiful. And so you know what I did? I went out there and I bought a pair of latex stockings and I got them from Amazon. They were pretty cheap. They came in like two two weeks, I think, because they were probably coming from Asia. And I washed them when I got them. And one day I just put them on because I had this fantasy in my head of how it would look. And I put them on and I put some heels on with them. And I stood up in the mirror in my underwear and I just was so fascinated by it. So that's where my beginning solo came. I now knew that, wow, I was interested in latex. I bought a pair. I wore it. I haven't built my collection because the more I do research on the things that I'm into, the more I'm realizing some things work for me and some things don't work for me. I would love to have a full-on bodysuit. However, I'm in the process of remodeling my body. So I've been hitting the gym to try to snatch everything in the right places. And so until then, I will stay away from buying full body gear because they're pretty pricey and I want the great, the really good kind. So I'm going to stick to buying pieces here and there like a bra, panties, you know, stockings and gloves and that kind of thing. I'm going to keep it simple. Um, And then I learned that, okay, I want to try anal plugs never did it don't I didn't want to have to wait it pretty much what I'm saying is like you don't have to wait for a partner to try the things that you're into because one you don't want to be in an uncomfortable situation where you met someone you're getting ready to play and that person wants to do these things to you and you're not comfortable. It becomes a hard limit. It becomes a situation where you, you don't enjoy it. And I've, I've seen, and I've heard people talk about their experiences. And I feel like you need to touch your body. You need to embrace some of these things that are simple, like rope tying. There's videos on YouTube that shows you how to tie simple rope. If you're interested in learning how to tie rope, you go and you you look at YouTube and there, there are people in the kink community who are actually teaching you how to tie different types of knots and ropes. And I feel like if you know that, if you're thinking like, oh, I want to try rope, because the one thing I always say is, when you meet that person who is looking to sample all 31 flavors in the candy store, that person has no clue what they're getting into. They just are so fascinated with it. And so they want to hop from one flavor to the next and the next and the next. But they want to randomly do it with different people. 
Now, I'm not saying that that's wrong or that's right. I know for me personally, I don't want to bed hop. I don't want to meet a guy today and start doing all these random things with him and I didn't like it with him. So now I got to go look for somebody who I think I'm going to like it with and so forth. And then here comes like the bed hopping and I'm not into bed hopping. I'd rather get to know what I'm interested in, set those hard limits that I want to set and then go from there. Now, lights, camera, action. Let me tell you something. I've come to the realization that a lot of kink share um, pictures. They they take pictures. They you know you want to memorize the things that you have have done, so you take pictures. So now in solo kink, selfies and good body positive images and that kind of thing makes you feel sexy you buy a nice little red lingerie you're into lace I'm into lace I love lace I put it on and I take my selfie stick and I stick my phone there and I just take pictures sometimes those pictures are never shared with anyone sometimes they're just there for me to look back and reflect on and be like damn I look really good in that so here's another thing that I did I realized that I needed to know if I was into pain and how high my pain tolerance was. So I went to the grocery store randomly. And while I'm picking up groceries, I'm putting the cereal in, I'm putting the milk in. I then put two bags of clothespins in and they sat in my drawer for about three months before I ever, ever used them. I got to the point where one night I was feeling really sexy. I was just in the mood and I laid on the floor and put the mirror in front of me and I just kind of sat up and I took the clothespins and I started putting them on my breast in different areas to see what kind of pain they would cause. And then when I got to my nipple, that first initial pinch was intense. But what I did was I breathed through it because all inside my head, I kept thinking, oh my God, I can't do nipple clamps. I don't want anybody clamping my breasts or this or that. Like it was just so, so negative thinking that I realized that I was psyching myself out from even trying it. Like I never tried it, but I've already gave up on it before I even got to that stage. So I decided in order for me to know what I'm going to give up, I need to know how it feels. So that's what I did. I allowed myself to feel that pain, smack them off and feel the pinch. And then I realized I enjoy the clothespins there. I haven't bought nipple clamps. Maybe one day I'll buy some and try them out. But there's so many different things that are out there that you should, I feel like you should try. So for, for instance, bondage, it might be a two person thing, or it could be a one person thing. You have doorknobs. I always feel like, okay, you have doorknobs, take one piece of the rope, tie it to the doorknob and take the other piece of the rope and start tying it on your body so that you could feel restrained or whatever and if you don't do rope you know there's cuffs I bought the cuffs for the ankles the cuffs for my wrists and I put them on and I tried them out to see you know how can I get out of it or how can I do this and how can I do that and um you know it it lets me know how to set that 
standard when I do meet someone and we are negotiating. Because when you get to the negotiation table, you need to know what you are going to negotiate. This is very, very important. Negotiations are key. You need to negotiate all the things that you need to negotiate. And so, um, you know, hard limits. In order to set them, you have to know, hey, I'm not into that. I tried that. It doesn't work. Also, you have, um, you know, there's things that you haven't tried by yourself, but you would love to try it eventually. So what you do is you put it on the list. You drop it on the soft limit list or the curious list. You could always do a three three list. It doesn't have to be two lists. It could be more than one list, but make sure that you um, try it out. And then when you try it out, here's the thing. You know what you can tolerate because there are so many terminologies out there that I hear people talk about, like pain slut. Um, she's an anal slut. She's a cream pie slut. She's a dish. She's a dad. You know, and it's more so like um, it's labeling, but also it's it gives you an idea of what kind of people are out there and what they're into. And so for me, I know that I like latex. I know that I like some pain, but not a lot of pain. And in order for me to know that, I had to try something out that was painful, that I thought was painful, in order for me to get into it and do it. And I feel like a lot of people think that they have to have this partner available in order for them to try some of the basic things and they really don't you can do solo kink when you're masturbating if you know you're gonna masturbate that night try a a butt plug or even if even if he if you have no dominant and you do have those things and you purchase them try the small one clean the house and plug it up for like five minutes get accustomed to the feel of it see how it feels inside of you how you feel with it because here's the the thing when you do become in when you do come into a relationship and you decide to add an individual to that spectrum of your life there are things that they're going to request you to do now if you are service submissive and you like um that kind of instruction you know your dom could say to you I want you to clean the house for 10 minutes with a plug in your butt and you have never tried it and you're opposed to it but what if you do decide to try it and it it feels good and you like it boom it's it's something you can do Now, I'm not saying that you have to do all these things, but these are some little suggestions that you can work into solo kink until you decide to add a partner. Now that you've done all these things, you've done your research, you've decided you want to, you know what you want, you know your likes and your dislikes, and then now we get to the point where we're going to add a partner. When you add that partner... And he instructs you to do some of those things or he decides, okay, this is playtime and we're getting ready to play and I want to have anal sex with you or I want to have tie you up and stuff like that. There's no hesitancy there unless there's no trust. 
I'm not going to say that you should automatically trust the person, but if you've, but what, but I'm talking about, you've already had the trust built. You're at that stage with that person. You guys are in a great place, in a great space, and now you want to play. And you, you open the, the door to that. Um, there are some extreme kinky situations that you cannot do solo. You definitely will require a partner to do it. Um, also, there are classes that are given in your community for some things. So like, for instance, in my area, the dungeon that I go to and I'm a member of, they host um, rope sessions once a month. I don't remember what day of the week it is, but it's once a month and it's by, it's a beginner's class and it's by one of the veterans um, who has been in the business for years, who's have been in the lifestyle for years. He's also a, I think he's a fireman. I think so, but he's very good at rope play. And so he comes in and he does a class and he teaches about rigging and how to tie the perfect knot, how to do safety when it comes to, you know, suspension and those kind of things. And so I think that you don't have to have a partner right away. If you're single, you don't have to have a partner right away to enjoy some of these things. You could literally go to a session and a class and you meet the person and you can inquire if that person is willing to either mentor you or if that person is willing to like say to that person hey listen I know that you are really great at this I've never had anyone suspend me in the air um how can I go about having a session with you for you to try it so I could see if I'm into it or if I like it. And that person might say, yes, this is their schedule. This is their availability. Um, and then you kind of work out and negotiate what happens at that space. Because this person is going to be very professional. There's a lot. There's a guy at the club who also gives massages. And apparently he gives the great massages. I've never had one from him before. But I heard that he gives really great massages. And so there were ladies who come in just to get a massage by him at the at the club. So they reach out to him on FAT. They send him an email and say, hey... Um, what's your availability? Is there any way that I can see you tonight at the club? Would you mind rubbing me down for like 20 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever? And so, you know, things like that, like those are segues into building and building different blocks onto your lifestyle and what you're evolving into. I'm telling you, when I first came on the scene, I was this timid, shy reserved person I observed I observed I observed but then I took the moment where I was like no I am so ready for me to try these things but I wasn't ready to do it with someone else I wanted to experience some of these things by myself to make sure that this is what I wanted am I really sure am I just saying that I'm into this stuff Am I really into kink? Is this something I really want to do? And so now we're here. We're here at the point where I'm trying it out with another person. Now I've gotten to the point where I added another person. And while I'm adding that another person, that person has done so much things with me 
what my kinks, his kinks, whatever it had, it um, evolved. Um, we 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 played in a in a position where all the things that I liked that I know that I could tolerate, we tried, got it out the way as with a partner, and then there were things that were brand new that I've never even thought to try. But I tried them anyway, and I actually like them. I don't, I can honestly say that there's nothing at the moment off the top of my head that I can say that I've tried that I did not like up until this point. Because everything that I've tried so far, I have liked. Some of it I've done more than once. Others, I've probably just done it one time just to experience it. Um, And that's it. So I know, and that's how you know if you ever find yourself out of a relationship and you're getting back into the lifestyle, you now already know what you like, what you're looking for, and you are on your way to getting these things and getting your pleasures fulfilled. Keep in mind, though, that um, we evolve, we change, our mindset change, um, the people we become friends with or we play with change. Sometimes, um, someone's kink if it's been there from the day one sometimes it changes they might not want to continue to do that I find that sometimes we get burnt out and I think um, I remember I was talking to my friend um, many years ago and we talked about being burnt out sexually and um, you know I'm going to look into some more research on that topic because I really want to talk about it and I remember one thing she mentioned and said Um, Because she was a 24-7 total power exchange relationship. And one night she just said, I wish I could just turn it off a few hours. And that really piqued my interest because I was like, well, you went into this total power exchange and did this 24-7 lifestyle. But there are days where you don't want to do 24-7 so how do how does that work? Like how and she doesn't say anything because she's the submissive and he's the dominant. And I think that sometimes makes it hard for relationships is when you don't speak up. And I feel like any submissive should be able to tell their dominant their concerns and try to alter or renegotiate the terms of the contract so that both of you could be happy. Because, you know, life happens. Outside life happens. And so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch base on, on that um, in another episode because um, I'm going to try to see if I could do an interview with someone who is in the Total Power Exchange or a number of people and see, you know, a survey of how people feel about 24-7 versus um, every now and again type situation, you know? So we'll see what happens. But um, that's pretty much what I had for Solo Kink. Um, try it, try it, try it, try it, try it. Read, 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 and look at stuff and try them. Try them, try them, try them, and see what you come up with. And then if you are ready and comfortable, and these are this is for my beginners who are now getting into the lifestyle, and this is also for my vets who um, have been in the lifestyle, took a break, and is now getting back, 
getting their feet wet because things have changed. I've noticed a lot on Fat Life that there's a few people that says on their profile they've been in the life for a long time, but they have been away from it actively. They haven't been actively playing and now they're back and they're trying to get their feet wet again. So yeah, this is this is for those people as well. Um I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I am happy to announce that we have over 600 listens. Um, You know, the podcast is doing really great. I like the fact that people are engaging, even if they're not talking to me on my social networks. I do have a few people who are reaching out to me. Then I also have creeps. I know creeps are always going to come no matter what. It's fascinating when creeps come. But yeah, um... Stay tuned for episode 26. We are not sure what that topic will be, but we will get back to you. Um, Friday is coming up. So I think this Friday I am going to either do a Fantasy Friday episode or a Kink of the Day episode. Um, And we'll talk about some kinks that I'm into, um, what I've decided to look into more of um, and stuff like that because I want to scratch the surface a little bit. As for my dating life... um, it's non-existent. I haven't really like reached out to anyone. Um, there was a guy that tried to talk to me, but I was out of town last weekend. Um, after I was ill, I went to a family gathering and, um, he was supposed to, I guess he wanted to meet up, but I feel like this, if you're, if you're interested in a person, you're going to open the lines of communication and you're going to consistently talk to them until they come back from their trip. And then you make plans. I haven't heard from him at all. So non-existent swipe left. Um, This new dating situation is really hard for me because sometimes I feel like I want to be out there and I want to have somebody in my face. And then other times I'm like, I have so much going on in my life right now. I don't need a person. I was comfortable with what I had. Um, And I think that's just a funk and I'm in and I'm trying to get out of it because I don't want to get to that place where I'm complacent and I'm alone and I'm not doing the things that I want to be doing. So we will see how my dating life goes. I will update you in the next episode if and when I do go on another date with someone, um, you know, and so forth. Um... Yeah, so thank you for listening to the podcast. Once again, subscribe, like, share, comment. I'm on all social media platforms. Um, You can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, Podcaster, Spotify. Just search Adult Conversations by Blue in any platform you have and listen to me. Leave a comment. If you have a topic you want to discuss, I can always research and discuss it. And I could always talk about how it affects me and if it's ever played into my life. So, yeah, if you want to share and you want advice and you want some kind of information, I'm all here for education. I'm here to educate you on kink. And, yes, black people kink also. Mwah.